Have you been a bench warmer your whole life? Bro, the bench! Have you sat and watched while others achieved? You call that a pass? Give me that ball or I'll slice your guts out, hippie. Run! Are you ready to get in the game and be a winner? No, oh my god, did that just go in? All right. Two points. Well, we can't help you. But we can talk some sports to cheer you up. Thanks, man. <laughs> this is the Pine Riders Podcast with Talon Chapel, Will Bodenhausen, and Parker Bushnell. Now shut up and sit on the pine, rookie. Welcome on in. Pine Riders Podcast, Episode 3. We're like a bad rash, you just can't get rid of us. Thank you for joining us again, everybody. As usual, I am your host, Talon Chapel, joined by my fellow co-hosts, Parker and Will. Good morning, or excuse me, why is it, why did I say good morning, guys? Good evening. This day's been a trip. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yes, today has been a very big trip, so. Uh, what do those wine moms say? It's always five o'clock somewhere. Well, it's always morning somewhere as well, Talon, yeah. so I got you back, baby. It's Mimosa O'Clock. And Jimmy Buffett heads. Yeah. Welcome, Parker and Will. And also, for those of you listening, we will be having our first guest. It's going to be our first guest appearance on the Pine Riders pod, so uh, we're very excited for that. We'll let you know who that's going to be and what we're going to talk about a little bit later on in the show. But we're not going to waste your time with some stupid ramblings like we did last week. That got a little off the rails, so we're just going to jump right into the show with something we're very excited about. We're two weeks into the NBA season, and already the Jazz's NBA championship hopes are dashed. Yeah. They got they, it's, early. No, it's early. No, that's that's not even the embarrassing. Not losing to the Knicks isn't embarrassing. Getting absolutely run off the floor by the Nets B team is embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of embarrassing things going around. We're just gonna write it off as a wash for this first little bit. And when we hold up that uh that good old Larry O'Brien Larry O B uh in June or whenever that ends up happening, y'all y'all can come back to this moment and uh, appreciate me telling you now that everything's going to be fine. All right, that's Parker's payery moment. Anyway, moving on. We have seen some exciting moments in these first two weeks of the NBA season, and we've seen a lot of high-scoring moments as well. And I'm going to throw it to Will to start off our first segment today. Uh, he has some thoughts and other things on Steph Curry scoring 62 points in a game earlier this week. Will, please tell us your thoughts. Yeah, specifically, I have six thoughts and two other things. For the nice, you know. That makes like 62, 62, right? It does. That's good math. You're you're good, yeah. Um, smart. Yeah. One thing, uh, it's still pretty frightening what Steph Curry can do with a basketball. I mean, you know, injuries aside, um, that man can still hoop. um, And he put on a full display um, against the Trailblazers. Two, between this and then Bradley Beal scored 60 tonight as we were recording, um, question for you guys. Do you think that we'll continue to see this kind of bubble-esque scoring continue into the regular season as these guys continue to play in arenas with no fans, just like it's a pickup game? I think the fans honestly don't have as much to do with it. Um, I think that this is the way the NBA has been trending for a while. You're seeing a lot of games end in the high one teens or whatever it is. When If you look back at the early 2000s and 90s even, you're looking at 80 points, 90 points, barely scraping 100. And I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily. I just think that's the way the the NBA is trending, just like the NFL is going to a more higher scoring offense. Um, I think that people want to see points, and that's just what's ending up happening here. And so I think you're going to see a lot more of these high-volume scoring games. Um, and while Brad, I mean, you can't get 60 points without being efficient. 
you're, you're going to see it more frequently than you, you did in the, the 90s and the 80s. I, I disagree a little bit. I think fans do have a, a part to play, especially the lack of them. I think there are some players that, uh, you know, uh, some players are not going to score that many unless they have crowds, which I'm starting to think Donovan Mitchell might really need a crowd because he's been god awful. Anyway, dumb tangent. But um, guys like Beal and, guy, and guys who've kind of got off to these hot starts, I think, can get in a, a nice zone when they're just kind of it's it's like they're back at home playing street ball or back uh, in the summer in New York, uh, just playing some of those pickup games to get ready for the season. I think the without the distraction of fans, they can just kind of focus on purely playing the game and they'll just kind of score at will. Um, and then also I think it's not like the bubble esque scoring. I think it's just, well, I mean, it's not the, that the bubble caused the scoring. It's just the strangeness of the whole season combined with everything else. Um, not only are you seeing guys get high point totals, but you're seeing high point totals or high differentials in games. We've seen games of teams getting blown out by 50 and 40 and 30, like far more frequently than we typically see uh, this early in the season. Uh, I think you're just, I think that's just going to be a permeating thing all year long. I think you're going to see just strange blowouts all year long. And I think, I think we're starting to see that no team is going to, even in a shortened 72 game season, we're not going to see teams get, you know, even the best teams probably aren't going to get past 45 to 50 wins. Uh, I think I think the playoff margins are going to be fairly small uh, just with a, you know, very few games separating uh, each seed. And yeah, I just think that's going to be kind of something you're going to see all throughout the season because no one's going to be able to get used to it. I really wish I'd get my uh, my Tony Reale big board going and just start throwing out points across the board. Well, who would have won that round? Uh, points for both. No. Boo! Participation trophies are ass. <laughs> ding 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 ding, ding 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 ding. Uh, I need to get you a soundboard so you, yeah, so we can hear the ding. Brum, yeah. Ding. Brum. Uh, uh, I liked Will's authentic soundboard there. Thank Just, you. Yeah. Yeah. Third point, not a question. Curry was the second oldest player to score sixty plus, only behind Kobe when he had sixty in his final game of his career against the Jazz. That was so, the most pointless sixty ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I loved it. I love the Kobe weird dichotomy. I'm not saying you can't love it. I'm just saying, like, you could even tell the Jazz, <laughs> the players did not care about stopping him. Yeah. Four. Uh, is this an encouraging sign, his 60 point game, or is it a sign that the Warriors are in serious trouble? Will yes. I ask you a question? Yes. Sorry. Do, do you, you know what seed the Warriors are right now? I don't. They have a winning record, and they're currently the four seed in the West. Okay. The Warriors are going to be fine. That they have the pieces to continue to improve, and as everybody gets used to the system, I'm not saying they're going to be world beaters or contending for championships, but the Warriors will be a playoff team. Concise points. I disagree. Um, too young, too inexperienced, too many injuries, not enough scoring. Steph can't is not going to go for sixty or thirty or forty every single night. Uh, sure, they'll be a 500 team and they'll sneak into the eight seed playoffs. All right, is that what you want as the Warriors, or do you want to miss the playoffs and have a higher draft pick? No, if you're the Warriors, you're trying to get everything you can out of 
Steph while he's still able to contribute and be the number one option. There's no telling if you can get some sort of nuclear run from Steph that rides you to the Western Conference Finals, and who knows what happens after that. He has the firepower alone to be able to carry a team through a playoff series. Sure. Feels very Trailblazers-esque with Damian Lillard's nuclear strategy. But even he has CJ. Like, who does Steph have? Nobody. Draymond Green. Oh, wow. <laughs> Talent. It's almost like you knew what I was going to say next. Point five. A great transition. Steph needs some help. Draymond had one point. Are you serious? Kelly Oubre was one of five from three-point land. Dude was chugging bricks, just doinking them. Draymond uh, had one point. And during the, the, the game after the 60-point game, Kelly Oubre was shooting 4% from three on the season. Here's a stat for you. The Dubs are 0-3 when Steph fails to score 30 or more points. They're 3-0 when he scores 30 or more. Sounds like this Steph needs to score a lot of points. This does not sound sustainable yeah. for a 72-game season. No, so the that takes me back to... have ever seen play, and you don't think he can score 30 points a game? I just think that if the book is out, you know, that it, if you just shut down Steph, like, who's the number two? Uh, James Wise there, but... <laughs> They've already won. They're already winning more games than they've lost. Not a ton, and it's still very, very early, like yeah. we were saying earlier. But he's got to have the benefit of the doubt at some point, right? I think so. I mean, I'm... Uh, well, everything you're saying is no, though. I mean, you have to give... I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt, given his past performance, but I also think that he's been propped up by multiple All-Stars and Hall of Famers through his entire career. At one point, you have to wonder if, you know, a unanimous MVP was really, you know, unanimous. In two MVPs? You just have to wonder what this will be the first chance to look. This is going to be a tangent, but this will be the first chance to look at him, you know, when he's outside of his all star element with all the help he has. No, 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 no. Okay, let's back up here real quick to the original finals team that the Warriors had. There was no Kevin Durant or anything like that. And the Warriors had built from within and drafted potentially multiple Hall of Famers. You can't discredit Steph for being the best player on a Hall of Fame. That's like saying Michael Jordan. Well, if we took away Scotty and Rodman, what's going to happen? Wait, we know, we know those stats. We know what happens if you take away Scotty from MJ. He doesn't win. <laughs> okay, but if you you can't – okay, but that, does that take away Mike and say that he's not the greatest player of all time? No, I'm not saying well, exactly. that. I'm just so saying that – So then why can't you give this Curry the benefit of the doubt and see – I'm not even I, saying I said I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm just saying that this season will be one of the first times that you wouldn't. in a long time that we'll get to see him by himself. And it'll probably lead to a lot of electric performances. It'll also probably lead to a lot of losses. Sure. Again, they'll probably be a 500 team and get the eighth seed. I'm not arguing that they're going to go to the finals, but man, benefit of the doubt is very different in our two minds here. Girls, Points girls <laughs> you're both pretty. I promise. Will, point number six. Point number six. Are we going to see another 60-point game from Steph this season? No. Yes. Go for it, Talon. Well, oh, yes. I, oh, I mean, I, that's I a pretty simple I don't even answer. know if you need to expand on that. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I really don't. Like, yeah, I, I, I disagree that, like, he, I, he's not going to be able to, you know, I said he's not going to be able to score 30, 40 every night, but can he get 60 again? And like I mentioned, I, I think you're going to see these high-scoring games and these lopsided losses all throughout the season. Yeah, I absolutely think he's going to probably score 60 again. Yeah, if, if, other, uh, when did when did they play the Wizards? <laughs> Bookmark that. Bookmark that as his next sixty. Two other quick things. Steph dribbled the ball four hundred and three times 
in his game. Clay, when he went for 60, yeah, yeah, 70, yeah. 71 times. I just think it's, uh, you know, it's a funny representation of two different types of play style and that both results. Wasn't it only 11 points. dribbles in one quarter? It was something ridiculous. Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I, think, he's, barely, I think he scored, yeah. I think he scored 30 or 40 points on 11 dribbles. When he touched the ball, he yeah. was yeah. scoring the ball. And last thing, who's the next person to get 60 points? Besides Bradley Beal, who just did it tonight. Yes. Ooh, so not Bradley Beal. Um, <laughs> I mean, it could be Bradley Beal again. I don't know. No, no, it's not Brad Beal. I, it's, my it's my first... Be, oh, go ahead, Talon. My first initial thought is is McCollum. He, he's, he's been... I think scoring more consistently than than Dame so far, even though Dame probably has the better. No, you got to pick somebody that's like by themselves on an island. You can't have somebody well, that's splitting time with Dame. That's not the question. The question I, is who's going to score sixty. I think I CJ. I, I think you're wrong. Is what I'm saying. Honestly, it's <laughs> surprising that Beal did it given the usage rate oh, of Russell Westbrook. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's a miracle Russ he touched the ball enough like times to do that. Yeah. Like that. Uh, uh, Park, who, I'm going to try to think of one more, Parker. Who do you think? Okay, so. I'm looking back at players that just can go nuclear. So like a Clay Thompson, 37 point quarter, whatever it is, or Steph going for 60. Like we just saw Dame is definitely on that list. I think I've got a top three. It's Dame Booker and uh, Jamal Murray. If he gets out of his funk, Murray showed in the playoffs that if he's on literally nobody can guard him. And uh, maybe it's just a little bit of salt because of the way the Nuggets came back from 3-1 against the Jazz, but he was sensational, and I would not bat an eye when he scored 60 points in a game. Meh, I think I'd rather give Jokic the better chance to get 60 over Murray, but, you know, whatevs. Will, thank you for letting us play. Well, thank you for playing. That was fun. Points points all around. Fun stuff. Well, then who lost? Who, who, who gets FaceTime? I uh, can't wait to I get FaceTime. I am, uh, I am Beyonce always. That's a good point. <laughs> FaceTime. Can we have more things in the future? Yes, that was fun. We'll definitely yeah. do that again. And different numbers. So it won't yeah. just be 6,002 things. Yeah, speaking of Beyonce, should we uh, go back in time to the uh, the the Destiny's Child, right? They were still around in the, the 2000s, right? The 2002s and 3s. Oh, <laughs> dad, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the king of old music no one's listens to anymore so you would know better than i but that hey, is hey, 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 a good hey, transition our our, our uh, guest here will fight with me here on that battle no fighting just yet okay. but that is a good transition into our next topic with the nfl playoffs around the corner uh one team is going to be back for the first time in 18 years 17 years, 18 years, somewhere around there. The the uh, Cleveland Browns are back in the NFL playoffs. Shocking, I know. And the last time they did that was the 2002-03 season. So we thought it'd be apropos to take you on a little stroll back in time, show you what things were like back in 2003, at least in the world of sports. And there's some great music to be played as well. Let's take a listen. Go, 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 show it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. It goes into the end zone and it is incomplete. Intended for gamble. Now there is a penalty flag thrown. Oh, the phone. Everybody comes running down on the field. you got to get off because there's a penalty flag thrown and I think it's against Miami. First and goal. Trenzo sneaking. Touchdown. And Kellen Winslow and Dorsey under pressure. Throws it. Incomplete. The Buckeyes win. 
See, Grant was the man who pressured Dorsey, and now the party begins for the Ohio State Buckeyes. And this is going to write a finish. Derek Brooks, who ran back three interceptions for touchdowns in the regular season, does it to cement the Super Bowl. That's tip, and that's a fifth pick of the game by Dwight Smith. And again, Dwight Smith is going to take it down the sideline into the end zone. Wow. John Gruden, like I says, you have it, and you'll have it for the rest of your life, and they can never take it away from us. Oh, and now a three can tie it. Kansas has a shot. Miles to the right side. Heinrich to the top of the key. Heinrich with four seconds. Gives it up corner. Lee shot blocked. They have less than a second to go. Heinrich starts inside, goes outside. Heinrich gets it. Heinrich puts up the shot. It's too long, and Syracuse is your national champion. Has New Orleans given us Final Fours or not? With the first pick in the 2003 NBA Draft, the Cleveland Cavaliers select LeBron James. All right, there you go. Some highlights from January of t- and a little bit later on in 2003, back when the Browns actually made the playoffs. Some of us would argue that we should be playing things from 2002, but, you know, it was actually 2003 when it happened, so suck me. I mean, it, it both works, right? We can talk about the 2002. <laughs> oh, you, 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 you were much more fiery about this in our production meeting. No, this I mean, is- like, it's what everybody's been talking about. It's not saying, oh, yeah, the Browns, the 2003 Browns were the last team to make the playoffs. No, it was the 2002 Browns that made the playoffs in 03. This is my one gripe uh, with uh, sports and why. This is the one thing baseball has going for it is that their seasons in one season. are in a single year. So it's so year, much yeah. easier to, yeah, to have that those conversations. True. Baseball does have one thing exactly and only one <laughs> thing going for it. Perfect. Burn. <laughs> Uh, but yes, yeah, so let's talk about it. 2002, yeah. 2003. Yeah. What so was first going on back then. Yeah. First thing was Ohio State being Miami in uh, the fifth BCS national championship game. Uh, crappy uh, penalty flag, PI flag in the end zone that uh, let them be, go for the go ahead score and win the game in overtime. Uh, Super Bowl 37 Bucks thump the Raiders. Another interesting throw. Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. They also, uh, when we go back in the way back machine, uh, that uh, Pro Bowl that year, would anyone like to venture a guess who was the MVP for that Pro Bowl? The entire state of Hawaii. Mm, That's a a terrible guess, but okay. 2003. (laughs) I'm going to guess it's a... When was Peyton Hillis around? That was, oh my God, it's like 10 years later, man. Come on. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Ugh. I'm not Gross. big on NFL history. That's why you're around. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Time's out. I'm going to guess. No, no, no. Wait, okay. wait, wait. Can you tell me if it's AFC or NFC? Brett AFC. Favre. AFC? Yes. I'm going to guess that it was Randy Moss. Nope, he was in the <clears throat> NFC. That was a dumb guess. No, that would be oh, Ricky right, Williams. Uh, Ricky. Tricky Ricky. Ricky. Hey, Ricky. Nice. All right. Yes, so he was the Pro Bowl that, that, that just makes me feel old thinking about that. Uh, later on that year, uh, Mello leads Syracuse to the national championship, and then that leads to the greatest NBA draft of all time in 2003, where Mello was a part of that draft, first overall being LeBron. We also saw D. Wade, Chris Bosh, David West, Boris Dia, Kendrick Perkins, Josh Howard, Zaza Pachulia, Mo Williams, Kyle Korver, and my personal favorite, Chris Kamen. 
He's, he's your personal favorite. I was of, of all those, yes. that we were mentioning some of these other guys with LeBron and Wade and Bosch and Mello. But if Chris Kamen's on the list, we can name anybody else in that draft and call it good. I really thought I was going to get a lot more shit for that, but the Cayman, the the Cayman Caveman. Yeah, was that enough shit for you? No, I just, it just like wasn't. It just, chose it, I just, I thought you were gonna. Oh, I just thought you were gonna just be much more ruthless about it. I thought Will would chime in as well, but you know, I loved watching the Caveman and then his his vastly receding hairline throughout the years. Did he have a hairline? My God, it's like he, him and yes. Costa Kufis were like the president of the bald but not bald club. No, you don't remember his flowing locks early on in his career? No, absolutely I do. He looked like a caveman. Yeah. And then it, <laughs> he's what spawned the Geico caveman movement. Um don't fact check me there. Anyway. Uh so also later that year, NBA awards an expansion team to the city of Charlotte. Nice. Which which means Whoa. they were I was gonna yeah, I was gonna say I was waiting for one of you to out. have a nice little one line quipper about that. Uh the <laughs> give them back sad the sad and Terrible history of the Charlotte Bobcats. Uh, Serena Williams beats her sister Venus in the Aussie Open for her first uh, Aussie Open title. It was her fifth Grand Slam. Uh, Mike Weir, former BYU golfer, wins the Masters with a uh, in a one-hole playoff over Len Matisse. Nobody cares. <laughs> Me and Will do. Yeah, no, no, just Len Matisse shout-out. Just, just the BYU bit. Uh, the golf is fine. Well, he, uh, he is local, though, so we have to point that out. And then lastly... Uh, a young spry batsman by the name of Alex Rodriguez of the Chump. Texas Rangers. It becomes the youngest player to hit 500 home runs. Need some help for those. So, also uh, that year, uh, the number one picture was Chicago. Oh, all right. Did the, I, uh, I, I did want to bring up one other thing about yes. 0203, just for the sake of it's nice to see things stay consistent and the same. The Mets were still bad. Oh, <laughs> the Mets were still bad. They had <laughs> sub 500. Where, I was going to say, where did they finish that year? Years. Great. <laughs> cool. Sub 500 records both those years. That was like two, that was like two years of them coming off a World Series run. So that, just like, yeah, but we're not talking about that, are we? We're talking ooh, about 2002 ooh. and 2003. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure the Jazz made the fucking finals that year, too. Uh, no, they did not. No, they uh, lost to the Kings in the first um, round. 2003, great year for movies. Yeah. Finding Nemo, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, Bruce Almighty, Bad Boys 2. Oh, what a fun year to go. Seriously. Incredible. That's awesome. And then Chicago won Best Picture. Oof. The Oscars are are overrated, and I watch them every year. Yeah. Well,. Was, God, I'd uh, give anything to go back and see to actually be able to go, not just go to the movies, but actually have good movies coming out to go see as well. Yeah, don't we all? Yes, yes. Anyway. Anyways, playoffs. The Browns are back. 02-03, fast forward to 2021. My goodness. What a ride. Does anyone have the, the list of the like 35 different starting QBs? That uh, no, and I don't think we have time to list all of them. That's true. Without further ado, I think we should probably bring on our first guest ever, yeah. right? Will, I think you know him best as I was only his Uber driver. Would you like to give him the intro he deserves or doesn't? I, I know him best as my former world traveling partner, my former roommate, and one of the brightest football minds that I know, Mr. Brian Meggie. Steelers fan, wow. Brian Meggie. 
Wow, thank you. I uh, that is that is quite the intro, and I uh, immediately think about the time in which we actually were able to travel the globe and how uh, ridiculously easy our lives were back back in the day. So, uh, but thank you. Yeah, what a, what a lovely time. But I, I am indeed a Steelers fan. I did grow up a Steelers fan. My father uh, is a Steelers fan, a child of the '70s, and so he has been a fan since that era. And I grew up with him watching. Uh, I had a stuffed animal named Cordell Stewart, uh, and uh-huh. a, like a stuffed horse. And apparently, when I was like four years old, I named it that because my mom was like, "Well, what do you want to name your stuffed animal?" And I said, "Well, I like watching Cordell Stewart because he's fast. So this horse is fast. So I'm going to name him Cordell." So I had a stuffed stuffed animal named Cordell Stewart. So, <laughs> um, so that was. That had some interesting. Uh, the other moms were like, "Wait, that's an interesting name for your son's toy." But my mom was like, "Yeah, he's just a fan of football." So, um, but yeah, I. Uh, if you uh, want to fire away on anything, I'm I'm at the edge of my seat uh, with this matchup this weekend. So, yeah. And, so uh, I think the reason we brought you in was one because Talon and I, Talon Chargers fan, me Pat's fan, have zero skin in the game this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, so it's we very needed, strange we needed, that Parker's the only one in the playoffs, yeah. and we needed a balancing voice so we didn't just talk Titans. <laughs> for, uh, uh, this could be a Titans podcast. I mean, we well, I we haven't had a, that discussion. I no, yet, but. I will I will cancel this podcast <laughs> before it becomes a Titan podcast. podcast. Yeah, I thought it was just. I thought it was just a. Uh, it's really a jazz podcast. I do oh, talk the loudest, yeah. so thank you, Brian. I appreciate oh. that, and I'll take that as a compliment. We do yeah. have an icebreaker question though for you, Brian, just to get I, things going. I'm. I would love to attempt to answer it in the best way possible. How do boobs compare to 2009? I'm sorry. So how do how do boobs compare like physical boobs compared to a year? How do boobs compare to 2009? As in, like, what was, like, your question about music in the era, like, 2003? Like, Sir, could you just like answer the question? Start a simple question. Um, you can take it over one. I would say that they compare better. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Favorably. Mm. I may or may not have actually physically seen my first in the year 2009, so there might be an interesting correlation there. Um but that's way back in the archives, so I don't know if I want to revisit that. It's a, it's a okay. You don't have to. This question was really born out of uh, my terrible handwriting and me sending notes to uh, to Parker and Talon and my this being uh, misread as tits. Oh. Really, I guess the first question would be, how do you feel going into the playoffs, and how does that compare to 2009, the last time the Steelers won the Super Bowl? Well, 2009 was was awesome. I mean, I I had a ball, um, and I I would have to say that that was that was a great that was a great year for me. Um, in terms of how I feel this year, I mean, I'm I'm certainly more apprehensive because this year is this year's team is the great question mark, you know, um, because we obviously started off so hot and then tapered off, and I feel like. We we were called frauds during that whole undefeated streak, and then had that three game losing streak, which was horrific and whatnot. But so I think I think this year I'm I'm certainly approaching it with more anxiety, but it'll be very liberating because it will either be we'll be back to where we were during our streak, playing good football, you know, and and having Big Ben, Big ben have the right play calls, have him throwing the right balls, or it'll be like it was in the three game losing streak and we'll be terrible and we'll be out of the playoffs. So it'll, it'll, it'll be hit or miss. So, 
Um, it's maddening, but also like kind of, I've kind of accepted that it's either going to be one or the other. So, well, Brian, it wouldn't be a time where you and I spoke where I didn't almost profoundly disagree with everything you said. So okay, let's get into good. picks. Let's get Please. into picks and we'll talk about it more with the, the Steelers and Browns. But let, let's start with the Bills and the Colts. We're just going to run down the line. Everybody's going to take their pick of who's winning this game. And then if there's any notes and whatnot that we need to throw in there, uh, right. since I'm already talking, I'll, I'll start there. Uh, Do it. Fuck the Colts. Uh, Bills win that game by at least two touchdowns. Are we just doing round robin or are we just, is it like around the horn for the playoff picks? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it, Brian. Any, anything I'm, you'd like I, to say about the, I hate go to for agree it. with you. You know, you know, you know, I, I can't stand you, but I <laughs> yep. uh, will indeed. <laughs> I can't stand you. That's how we mostly feel. Uh, but uh, as, as the bills did, did recently thrash my Steelers and I'm, I'm, I have to pick the bills. They're scary. Josh Allen is good and i want him as a stealer but he's he's the star of the future so i'll pick them yeah i got the bills too like they're i bills uh chiefs would be the perfect afc championship game for me their their offense is just yep yep (laughs) (laughs) their chip their their offense is just uh firing on all cylinders right now i uh josh allen sneakily had the uh was it the most fantasy points in the entire season. I think over anyone in the entire season. Dude's just playing scary well. Um, I'm totally spacing uh, the receiver's name. Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Yeah, Stephon sorry Diggs. about that. Yep, Diggs. Yep. And then uh, the running back combo of Moss. And, well, I know. And, and Moss doesn't really actually get. He's gotten more carries lately. Uh, but Moss and then. Uh, Singletary. Singletary. Yep. Yeah. He's fun to watch Singletary too, especially or- when he's catching the ball. Moss was really the only reason he was not getting the bulk of the carries earlier in the year is he was hurt. And so uh, Singletary kind of took that role and they're still splitting time, but you can definitely tell when Moss touches the ball. I mean, I think he outpaced him for touchdowns this year as well. So uh, Cole Beasley as well. Love watching him. Yep. And finally, Will, who's who's your pick here? Bills. I still think little noodle arm Philip Rivers can hang with that high-powered offense. (laughs) So we all agree here that Philip Rivers is washed, correct? I was saying that eight years ago. He's got a rigatoni arm. Yeah, well, just that. (laughs) That's that's a little long ago. Not eight, but like I definitely wanted him gone from the Chargers far before he did. Yeah, I'd be surprised to see anybody, you know, get in front of the Bills before the uh, AFC Championship game. I know that there's some oh hesitations around that. Mm-hmm. And we will yeah. continue that conversation as we move I, through the picks. <laughs> I have withheld my tongue. I will be ready. Uh, yeah. I, will, I will say my piece when my pick is uh, back to me. So, If there was video of this, you could see like the squiggly anger lines coming out of my face. Veins <laughs> popping everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move Thanks to the it. next game. The one that we brought Brian here to talk about. Saints-Bears. <laughs> I see what you did there. Saints Bears, the two and the seven seed from the NFC. Let's talk about it. Taysom Hill, Drew Brees, Mitchell Thrubisky, Thrill Bisky. I'm, I'm patenting that. That's going to be a, a a new 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 T-shirt in Chicago. So um, I, have a, I have a question before we get started here, and uh, for the NFL historians, yep. could this be uh, the first game where we see? four quarterbacks appear in the same game wow no i'm gonna i'm gonna guess that that has happened before but it hasn't happened in, in since like the 50s like yeah. it was since a, an era a bygone era in which there was much more running and a lot less actual passing 
Um, but yeah, saying, I would. Four quarterbacks. I would say four are you, are you saying that out injury or four quarterbacks just <laughs> just just oh, yeah. yeah just because of it? I mean, no, we might we also see earlier it. this year. And we, will are you asking that because a, you think Trubisky's going to oh, get benched, game. or do you think he's going to get smashed into the ground? I think he's going to get benched. <laughs> you, <laughs> I also think that we might see it in the Buccaneers Washington football team game, but the Bucks will only play one of those four quarterbacks. That's effed up. Why would yeah. you say well, that? Yeah. Rivera, no, Rivera was talking about potentially doing like a rotational QB strategy. He has take no some QB. pressure. He has, I was going to say he has literally no QBs <laughs> behind his QB. Whoa, 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 whoa. There, uh, Taylor Heineke, man. <laughs> Don't ever say that name again. Don't discount uh, him. <laughs> woof. Let, let, let's move back to Saints Bears before Will gets us completely off track here. Uh, let's, let's talk Saints. I, I have the Saints winning. Uh, shout out to my guy, uh, Kyle Crazy Bears, Oso Loco. Uh, he's a big Bears guy, loves Mitchell Trubisky. He's believed in him from every second since the Bears traded up one spot to grab him in the draft. Oh, that's so cute. I, I don't believe that for, for a hot second. That is, you know, that Brian, is a... you might be onto something there, but he can't talk back to me on this podcast. So, Excellent. Reel him. Reel him. Yes. Uh, so yeah, let's go. Let's go, Saints. I'm taking the Saints, and I, I don't know that it's going to be close. If the Bears could find a franchise quarterback for their first time in their history, they might actually be a really good team. That's harsh. <laughs> the, Name, does does okay, McMahon okay, not exist? Yeah, McMahon was not a franchise quarterback. Are you? Kidding? Oh, oh, not a franchise quarterback. Only the starter of one of the greatest teams in NFL history, and yes, was and their franchise. Was so was it because of McMahon? Or oh, no, but he in that defense. Yes. No, it's Mike Singletary's bulging eyeballs that won that championship. We all know <laughs> it. There's no stop. There's no running against. Anyways, yeah, I don't want. To, I don't want to. We spent way too much time on this game. Saints. Yeah. Easy. Saints. Next, Will. Kamara scored six touchdowns like two games ago. Saints are going to run him out of the building. Okay. Next. Brian. Yeah. yeah I, I, I just, there's absolutely no way I'm not picking the Saints, especially like you were saying off Kamara's performance. That was just absolutely absurd. The Bears are, the Bears are a joke. Saints. Well, yeah, let's, so let's move to the game that we actually did bring Brian on here to talk about. All right. Steelers, Browns. Let's do it. Team. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. Steelers, Browns. Let's do it. Brian. Goodness. The floor is yours. Oh my goodness! Well, I mean, it, it's it was. I don't know where to begin. Where, where do I begin with this? I I will say, I'm going into this game with confidence, with a fair degree of apprehension, mainly because I just I I, I don't know what the Steelers are going to do. I mean, we we saw Ben have a good second half of the game uh, that he was in not last week, the week prior, um, and that was reported because he had been calling the plays over Randy Finkner, who is our offensive coordinator. And so if, if we get a dose of that, um, I think, you know, if, if we can get Ben actually throwing the ball downfield, that's going to be the key. If we, if we do that, if, if we come out in the first quarter, second quarter, and we start seeing the offense move the chains, I, I have no doubt that that we'll be able to win because last week was tough um, with that loss. Uh, credit, credit to the Browns, obviously, because, because Baker, Baker's certainly a gamer, but um, we didn't have a lot of our starters in, and so I, I truly think when we have some more starters, um, when we have Ben, when we have uh, a healthy offensive line um, that are coming in and starting in our defense, it's finally getting a little bit more healthy too. I, I, I don't think that if, if all those things align, I, th- I think we'll win pretty handily. So 
but if the offense comes out and we do that thing where we run crossing routes for two yards and Deontay and Eric Ebron drop the ball and then we run Bunny Snow in short yardage situations and he gets negative two yards and then Baker does a little, you know, Baker magic like he's prone to do, much to my chagrin, you know, I can see them stealing it away from us like, like last week, so... Uh, Ryan, I gotta say, you've been very measured. I, I was gonna say so that was a that was a rational take from a Steelers fan about I, the Steelers. I was trying to I was trying to be as professional about it as possible. I mean, I, it's no secret that I've I haven't seen eye to eye with Baker Mayfield uh, for See, his entire. What you don't career, understand is so. Pod actually stands for professional older dudes. So I'm really glad that you uh, mellowed it out for the Pine Riders Pod. Thank uh, you. No, Thank I'm gonna you. fire it up a little bit here. Do uh, it. I think the Do Browns it. this week. What um, okay. over the Steelers? <laughs> you, know, you were probably thinking about that for you've probably been decided about like you've you've decided you're going to do that like four days ago. Good, good. I'm glad. Sure. Yep, no, I'm doing it just for this moment. No, I. Oh, excellent. Uh, yes. President I'm, of the Utah chapter of the Baker Boys, um, and I believe in Baker Mayfield, and I believe that Baker believes in Baker, and that is the most important thing. And I believe the Browns believe in Baker. Say that three times fast. That's um, like a Freddie Kitchens line right there. Yeah. Well, we all know it's like no substance, all words. If you don't wear orange, we don't care about you. Yeah, yep. Exactly. Sad. No. Here's what's going to happen: is that the Browns are going to slow down the Steelers' pass rush by running Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Two of the like somewhere in the five to ten range best running backs in the NFL, um, and they're going to slow down the pass rush with that rushing running attack. And then Baker is going to pick his spots wisely. And as we know, Baker wins playoff games. He is a big time game winner. Baker wins this game and then gets the shit kicked out of him in the next round by the Chiefs. Mm. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I, you can't really see my reaction, but similar to what we said earlier about the vein popping out of the head, um, <laughs> that is that is me listening to you spew that. that well, then, like, I, why, why don't I calm everybody down? Please, yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm I, I don't know how this forum works. Oh, I you're just good. Want to respond to the bullshit? But please, uh, yeah. <laughs> I take took Steelers for two reasons. One, my guy, Kevin Stefanski. I think that's going to be a bigger issue than people realize. I think you've got a head coach who's been the play caller for the entire season. I think that that tempo and that rhythm that Baker has established with him over the year is just going to be totally thrown for a loop. It's going to create a lot of unnecessary problems. And then two, a guy who, and correct me if I'm wrong, did not play in their matchup, TJ Watt. I think he is going to harass Baker and the running backs and just put a giant imprint on the game um, and lead that defensive unit to a dub. Uh Yeah, I knew you'd come around well. Beautiful. (laughs) So, but you know, yeah. Baker's Baker's a gamer. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he's. You're not wrong. He he definitely is. I have one of those. Regrettably, my my roommate who is a uh, a fan of football. He he likes to kind of root for the the shiny new toy in the NFL. You know, it was Lamar last year and Baker, and he bought a Funko Pop uh, thing. Whatever, whatever the uh, Funko Pop. If people don't know, they're like that little big-headed plastic. Unofficial official sponsor yeah. of the podcast. No free ads. Yeah, I don't know if no free ads. To, to, I don't know if they're a sponsor or not. I, I went on, uh, I did my toe in Uncharted Waters there. But yeah, so there's one of Baker Mayfield in our apartment, and I honestly can't stand looking at it. It just, I, there's so many times I've taken him and like thrown him on the ground, and it's just, but he's, you know, he's got, he does have, he does have the fire. So um, it's just somewhat unchecked fire, 
that oftentimes leads him to make poor decisions, but also can can lead him to, to, to doing successful things. But um, but yeah, I, I think the I think you're right with the play calling. I mean, that's certainly something to keep an eye on if your lead play caller isn't there. If he's because he can't even be in the stadium, right? No, he can have yeah. no communication. Nope. During the so game. he can't even he can't even from his yeah. living room. He can't guy. like call no, it during halftime. He can't, he can't yeah, do any of it. No communication. Yeah. And he and he said he's going to obey the rules. Which I don't know. <laughs> Does any so many coaches have yeah. said that? But I'm curious what the oversight on something like that would look like. But you know. But yeah. No. I think I think you're right on. That's a huge. That could be a huge issue. So. Who do you have, Talon? Uh, man, you guys have talked to death on that one, and I'm actually still thinking back to. I can't believe how sane and rational and measured Brian's comments were because the Steelers fans I've known in my lifetime have been absolutely insane when it comes playoff time. I remember going to a going to a local diner uh, bef- uh, like a couple days before Super Bowl. I don't remember what it was when they were playing the Packers and the Steelers fan just being like, oh, the steel curtain's gonna rise again, boys! And just, come, oh my come god. game day, that will be Brian. But in <laughs> yeah. the moment, yeah. Yeah, actually, but, uh, in the in the next maybe five minutes after the call, that'll probably be me. But uh, for <laughs> professional sake, um, you know, just trying to look at it objectively. So I've worn my terrible towel as a diaper for five days. I mean, I am looking at a terrible towel in my room right now, and I'm actually looking at a Steelers banner as well. So don't think that the terrible towel is. Franco Harris caught the ball. He did. <laughs> he did. Wow, that is a spicy you take wanna, right there. If you want to go Talon. down and uh, fight me on the immaculate reception? You let you let me know. That was. Uh, we'll have to, uh, no, we'll no, have to no, clear no. two hours for that one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, with Brian right. here. No, no, no. For sports conspiracies of things that did or didn't happen, I'm all on board with all of the videos that are on YouTube. Tra- tracking yeah. the ball and everything like that. Yeah, I that he definitely caught it. Yeah, I mean, there's there was some debate about whether or not it actually hit the ground and the grainy. It looks like they filmed it with a potato and nice. Like the Zapruder film at this point. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it was just such a different era of the NFL. I mean, my goodness, those guys were just like absolutely destroying each other, and I yeah. I can't believe those guys can actually still walk, let alone speak. So. Anyway, yeah. I'll pick. Uh, I'll make this quick. I'll pick the Steelers. Uh, I really don't want to. I want to pick the Browns so badly. I, I'm an eternal uh, fan of the underdog, uh, mm. so I, I want to root for the Browns so badly. I, I just think it's going to be too much for them to overcome with the players that. They, I mean, freak. They're their building has been shut down for days. They've barely been able to practice. They're not going to have their head coach. You know, some, some guys are still coming out as they're still waiting to have negative tests before they can even play. Uh, Olivia Vernon out for the season. Yeah. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd, I'd like to believe that Nick Chubb has one of his greatest games and that Baker plays safe, smart football uh, that TJ Watt doesn't have, you know, isn't pressuring him all day that, uh, that Ben Roethlisberger did, does is kind of afraid to go downfield. And for some reason, like is only throwing short passes to Smith Schuster all day and they're not able to get in a flow offensively, but I just don't oh, see that Brian's happening. Nightmares for the past three weeks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some dreams of that. It's been, it's been yeah. Tumultuous, but. So yeah, I, I'd like to wish that, that those things happen. And and then we see a Browns upset, but I just don't see it happening. And uh, it, but I will say it's cool that we're going to see two. And I wish we saw like an actual full two full rosters playing against each other. Two both two weeks this is happening. But how often how often do we get to see two teams playing each other in back to back weeks? One to end the regular season, one in the playoffs. So that's kind of neat. Definitely. 
Alrighty. Yeah, yeah, let's move yeah. on. We we spent a long time on that one, so let's get through the rest one of these. Last, yes. One last point. It'll be a quick one about my Steelers. The the last point I will make is this potentially could be Big Ben's last playoff game. We don't know how much longer that arm is going to last. He's 38. Last playoff so, game? Yeah. Are we even sure it, is it going to be his last game, period? That's what I'm saying. It could be the last game of his, his playoff game. It could be his last career game. I and mean, there's a lot of question marks with his longevity. So don't rule out you know him getting fired up about that um, But as an X factor. so Points. <laughs> <laughs> Parker, Thank you. What we got? what's the next game? Next game, Washington football team versus the Tampa Bay Gronkineers. The Tampa Bay. Woof. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's you make it happen. A team had to come out of the NFC East. And here we uh, are. That is, the, that is the choice. That If all of the four that were there, the Washington football team and the story that is Alex Smith, yeah. comeback player of the year. Mm-hmm. Let's remember this is about the playoffs, not the NFL awards. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, sorry. Yep. That yep. being said, I'm taking Tommy Brady, yeah. Bruce Arians. The Bucks are going to beat the, the Washington football team here. It's Tom Brady in the playoffs. He just, yeah, against a good defense, but it's Tom Brady in the playoffs. So, yeah, Tom Brady in the playoffs, as we saw last year. Benefit, stoppable. Benefit of the doubt, the right, Parker? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, the Bucks are much better than the last year's Pats. So, I'll yeah. take the Bucks. My number one most liked tweet of this week was me saying how uh, it would bring me immeasurable joy to see Alex Smith knock out Tom Brady in the playoffs. I had a lot of you fans like that and comment on it. Unfortunately, I don't actually believe it to be true. Give me the bucks, but I hate myself for it. <laughs> well, uh, I, I too have highlighted the bucks on my, my list of uh, matchups this week as the winners. I, I, there's something about it that really makes me a little bit uneasy though. Like I, I know that defense in, in Washington is just really staunch, but I literally have in my notes, Tom Brady in the playoffs, which just which just kills me because I, you know I I hate the Patriots. We all do. We all do. I know. Even Will, like everyone does. What? And I still think of the Patriots. <laughs> like I still think of Tom Brady with the Patriots, and I still have that in my brain. But um, unfortunately, his body of work is what it is in the playoffs. He's still playing at a high level. That I think he. I think they win this game. So. Well, there you go. That was a that was a quick one. We needed that. Uh, let, let's move to the next quickest one because the final one will probably take a little bit more time as well. Let's move to another division rivalry here: Seahawks and Rams. Los Ramgelis. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hawk, Hawks are winning this game. The Rams are booty. Jared Goff might be the worst quarterback in the playoffs currently. Well, Goff might not even play. <laughs> yeah. Wolford, baby. Yeah, Wolford freaking <laughs> yeah, played like a superstar on Sunday. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's a man. He looks like a hobbit. He's so short, but somehow, <laughs> good job, surprisingly. I had no Very idea. So he, he's an he's an XFL product. I didn't know that. We were talking about that last week. Or no, 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 not, not X. Well, wait, what did, did he play in the XFL? No, I'm. Th- he played in the AAF. The, the AAF. The Arizona Hot Shots. Wow. Hell yeah. Incredible. Electric. Electric. Uh, Yeah. Seahawks. Hawks are winning that game. I really sympathize with you folks that live up in that Seattle area because Hawks fans are the worst. Sufferable. Truly. Yeah. I I hate to pick them, but. Oh, go ahead, Tom. No. Okay. All right. Uh, Yeah. I'm taking Seahawks as well, but like, I think this game is going to be a lot closer than people think just because. I, I was kind of on board thinking the Seahawks were Super Bowl contenders early on in the season, but man, they have just played. Their offense has been ass recently, and like uh, their offensive line 
is very inconsistent. Sometimes Wilson like has like less than two seconds to get the ball off. He has not been able to utilize Lockett and uh, Metcalf as well as he should be able to. And I mean, the, the, the Rams showed signs of life, seriously, with a new quarterback. Sometimes all you need is just, you know, one, a little bit of new blood in the team to kind of spark some, some, some good things to happen. So I think it's going to be closer, but yeah, give me the Seahawks. All right. And that takes us to the best matchup of the weekend. I, I too picked the Seahawks. I didn't say. Oh, my bad, Brian. I didn't I, need to. I, Parker's I, I, so excited to talk about the Titans. I, I know. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Will, like, Will, yeah. Will, he didn't even get to say, Parker, you calm your ass down. Will, who you got? Yeah. <laughs> I have the Seahawks. It hurts me to say, but I have the Seahawks, I guess. I don't know. I, Actually, you know what? No, 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 no. I don't care about numbers, and I'm taking the Rams because nice. I don't care about the Rams. Will <laughs> go Rams? My God! Go no, go I Rams. yeah, go Rams. Okay. I okay. If the Seahawks win, they're still losers. There. Yeah, you're. I, I, I believe it. I, I believe you on that one. Russell I, I Wilson is there. a nerd. Yeah. Are, are there now uh, people? Well, he's the chief uh, flying officer, chief <laughs> flight officer, or whatever. The Alaskan Airlines commercials, which are I'd, just. Uh, I'd like to see his credentials. Well, yeah, you need certain hours and you need to go flight yeah. school and yeah. you know, there's a lot that you need, especially Alaska. That's a competitive airline. I mean, they don't just any let any old dude walk in there and fly the plane. So, well, are there people with like shattered Starbucks Frappuccino bottles like now uh, huddled outside your window, like ready to shank you? <laughs> well, we live we live in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. If you watch the news, so they've been there for months. <laughs> right, that's true. Yeah, and there were twelfth man jerseys everywhere. Ugh. Just uh, it's insufferable. I I also pick the Seahawks. Rams are Rams are trash. So un, un, unlike Will, who's being a contrarian, and I think mistakenly so. Uh, <laughs> I, I pick the Seahawks. This is, this brings me no joy. Their fans are insufferable, and of course that's coming from a Steelers fan. So please grow wow. me for that. But yes, um, yes, the Seahawks are trash. Excuse me, <laughs> Freudian slip. Uh, Seahawks will win. They are not trash. For now, um, yeah, there you go. All right, well, and that does it for our NFL third. preview show. Yeah, this is great. Thanks for coming right. on, Brian. Right. See ya. Bye, everybody. Time. Yeah, nope, right. nope, 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 nope. We got one more to talk about, and if you're not going to talk, I'm going to talk the whole time. Oh, oh so, God, we need to talk. Okay, so anyways, I was gonna, uh, let's move to the other birds, uh, the dirty birds. Actually, no, that's the Falcons. The yep. the trash birds, the Ravens. Um. That is the Titans-Ravens matchup here in Tennessee. First time the Titans have won their division in 12 years. We're going to count that as a win. Uh, I hope you count really that as a win. To, uh, really be hosting the Ravens again. Uh, always have some great games. We beat them earlier this year and in the playoffs last year when nobody said we had a shot. And I'm sure y'all are surprised, but I'm taking the Titans. And here's why. Lamar Jackson is borderline Andy Dalton territory. If he doesn't make it out of this first round again, he's put up stinkers in the playoffs, just like Andy Dalton has. And before you bring up the MVP conversation about Andy Dalton versus uh, Lamar Jackson, I have an article here from 2015. Oh my God. His research five reasons. Andy Dalton is the leading MVP candidate from ESPN.com. So Lamar Jackson, great regular season quarterback, just like our guy, Andy Dalton. But 
He has yet to prove anything in the playoffs that he can continue to win in the postseason. The Titans have found a way to win 11 games this year and a lot of them being close games. We've got that clutch gene. I don't care if it's 42 to 40. The Titans are winning this game no matter how high scoring or low scoring this game is. Titans are winning this game. It will be a close one, but Mike Vrabel, Derrick Henry, 2,000 yard rusher, eighth time in NFL history, and A.J. Brown, Tana Wheels is incredible. I mean, there's just so much I could say. Titans by a couple. By a couple <laughs> points. Okay, God, I thought you were going to say touchdowns, and I was going to laugh my ass off. No, no. Yeah, our defense can't stop like a child. Uh, okay, running. yeah, glad, yeah. I'm glad you said that. So I'm I'm actually going to jump on this because I'm really excited to say it. I'm going to pick the Ravens, not be not to just be an asshole, but I genuinely think be, seriously because the Titans' defense has been so bad lately. I don't know how, and and the Ravens' offense has been so good lately. I don't know how you're going to stop him from uh, stop uh, Lamar Jackson Lamar geez I had a total brain fart sorry I do that very often (laughs) I don't know how you're going to stop Lamar from just like running all over the field and the thing is he doesn't have to do it all by himself J.K. Dobbins has been great recently Uh, Michael Brown uh, the tight end who's the big white dude I'm too I'm spacing his name yeah who's Michael Brown is that Hollywood Brown is that who you're trying to say Marquise Marquise Brown yeah thank you sorry that's that's what I had um (laughs) Yeah, so point is, he's not having to do it all by himself. The Titans defense has not been able to stop a nosebleed lately. Uh, I mean, if if Derrick Henry runs for 120, I'll pick the Titans, but... Oh, that's for sure happening. <laughs> he needed 223 yards to get to 2,000 last game, and he said, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to go get 260 just for shits and giggles. Derrick Henry is the best running back in the NFL and is already a surefire Hall of Famer. Um, oh, that seems. <laughs> is that a? Let's are we stay. really debating this right now? What? Stay on track. Uh, Let's stay. Oh <laughs> my goodness! Hold, okay, that's a conversation for another day. But yeah. if the Titans can beat the Ravens with our booty ass defense in Baltimore earlier this year, what makes you think we can't beat them in Tennessee this year with our same booty ass defense? Because home games don't really matter this year. So if they don't matter, then it still, doesn't I, matter I, where we play, and we already beat them in Baltimore. I'll throw a stat at you quickly, which I had for myself, but um, home teams in the NFL this year, 124 and 125. Great. Lose and one. And one. Sorry, there's a tie in there, too. Okay. Anyway, just <laughs> home field advantage will. doesn't okay, do anything. Who's, who's going to be next? Who's going to be next to piss off Parker? Will, your turn. Sure, I can go. Uh, I'll start it off how uh, Parker started the Browns things. Titans are dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and I love a dog in January. Oof. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think that uh, Titans are going to win. Um, and I think that it's going to come down to not the running game, but the passing game. I think that for the Titans to win, they're going to need to turn this into a shootout and force Lamar Jackson to throw the ball. And the Titans can throw the ball. I think that, you know, to be clear, does this mean you think that Ryan Tannehill is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson? That's not what I said. (laughs) I'm just asking asking because I think that this this is a trap (laughs) by the media. Um, What has been, you know, a historic season for Derrick Henry has also been a just frighteningly good season for Tannehill and the two wide receivers in Corey Davis and AJ Brown. Corey Davis, uh, let's go. I think that um, Derrick Henry's season has kind of overshadowed the fact that the Titans have a pretty well-rounded offense um, through the air and on the ground. So if they can get Lamar Jackson into a shootout and he's forced to throw the ball more than he has to run, 
Um, I think that's how the Titans win. Um, you you, you think you they right. want to get in a shootout because to me that's that plays right into the Ravens. The Ravens want a shootout. The the Titans want to run the ball and keep it away from we from have him the from the highest scoring offense this year. We we can contend in any shootout that there is. But your defense is terrible. Exactly. So it doesn't matter if we're gonna we're gonna score a billion points. So it doesn't matter if they I score pick, a billion points because we're gonna score a billion and one. If, if it's if it's a if it's a forty five. If it's if it's getting up into the forties, there's no way you guys literally can score the number four times. scoring offense in the NFL. We score more than the Ravens do. <laughs> this is this is also this is also why I picked the Titans because there was no world in which I could come with points that would be held up in court in this <laughs> this <laughs> banana republic. My Tony Reality score is through the fucking roof at this point. No, no, I control. I am Beyonce. I control the. Yeah, points. and plus, if you say I, that, you just lose like a hundred points. Reality would totally just. That's all right. Yeah. I'm so far ahead; it doesn't matter. I can uh, just a quick sidebar. I could never stand watching that show around the horn because the amount of power that he wielded. Well, 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 it was just, it seems too like imbalanced to me. And I just like, it just seemed. Oh, like, Brian, but it's, it's so fun when you get to hold that power as yeah. I found earlier today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you are Tony reality. You're, you are the worst. So yeah, both great hair guys. All right. Well, let's hear it, Brian. Who, who's your pick here? Well, I know you ain't picking the not, Ravens. This is tough for me. This is not an easy choice. You make, you make it difficult for me, Parker specifically, because you know, your various Twitter names mentality pertaining to the Titans this season has been something I have noticed uh, and quite frankly been annoyed by. Uh, so that Perfect. plays into this decision. Uh, I cannot believe, and I apologize to anyone who may listen to this who knows me who is a fellow Steelers fan. Oh my because God. Because this goes against pretty much any everything that we do in the Steelers franchise and what we believe in since 1933. Um but I'm going to pick the Ravens. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm so proud of you. Because I I, I don't think that the Titans are, are built to last. They, they, they just haven't. We were in the AFC Championship day. game last year. Wait, 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 let him finish. I just, I from this season, I just don't see them just bringing the heat and really getting fired up for the last. I think, I think Coach will, as Coach usually does. For you guys, but I I just don't see it. I think I think the the Ravens defense is a lot better than you know. The, I mean, really, they are they are good, and if yeah. anyone's going to attempt to stop that large, gigantic man that somehow squeezed his way into football pads, who they call Derrick Henry, who I still don't know if he's human because he's just such a wrecking ball. Uh, if anyone's going to attempt to stop him, I think the Ravens defense has a good chance. Lamar Lamar has played played well in the past couple games, so. He's he's starting to figure it out a little bit just in time for the playoffs. So I think I think it'll be close, but I think the Ravens have by at least a field goal. I think Brian brings up a good point that like, yeah, like you said, like Vrabel, Vrabel and that team last year, especially Tannehill, who was coming, you know, had to prove that he was a halfway decent quarterback after uh, the Dolphins just you know let him go for nothing. Like they right. they played so well because of their chip on the shoulder, the underdog story. But now they're the opposite. Now they're the front runners. Now they're we're not you know, the favorites. Okay, you're we're, we're dogs. you're not the you're not the they're dogs. okay. You may not be the favorites. Points. You, nope, you can't use that. Nope, there's a big right difference between a betting favorite and a like 
perceived to be good contending yeah, and team. You got, it's split here with one Titans fan in the room. So if we remove me, you guys are saying the Ravens are the favorites, which means that people are picking the Ravens. They did another know, ESPN but- picks this weekend, and one person <laughs> on an eight-person panel picked the Titans. You're telling me that the Titans are favored? Find me a place that no, they're favored. No, I did in. not. I, I do. You're not listening <laughs> to me. I di- I just said they're not favored, but they they're not the the chippy. Oh, how cute they made the playoffs. Oh, look at their quarterback who suddenly is starting to play well after ass for so many years, and their coach is this big strong guy who's like firing them He's all a up. Former like, Steeler, I may add, <laughs> and a former Patriot. Yeah, shut up. Wow. And rounded out <laughs> into his best form as a Titan. Yeah, no, but I just uh, like I think I think they had they felt like they had more to play with or more more to play for. Excuse me, last year we're playing for a Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> Debatable. Shut up, Pats fan. Come on now. Hey, uh, I know what it's like to play for a Super Bowl, man. I know exactly. Um, well, yeah. I my quarterback threw for a rookie record, so suck it, all of you. Justin Herbert is the truth. Yeah, I actually, yeah. I actually do have to admit that, which is funny because I did not like the pick, but I have to yeah. eat those words now. And and what's up with this Urban Meyer potentially like going there? Like I heard that rumor. Like how much I didn't read into it, but like my goodness. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if it's if if Eric Bieniemy is not coaching the Chargers next year, I will cry. That would be a mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, just what a, what a good opportunity as a head coach to come into a rookie quarterback and do that many touchdowns. I was going to say, well, and doesn't happen. the Chargers <laughs> job is so attractive. Like, yeah. there are so the many stadium, reasons to, to want LA. it. Well, just, yeah, and just, I mean, you, there's so many, there, there's all, there's so much talent on that team. They have, they have cap space for days. They can go after someone else they want. And then, you know, you've got the quarterback that can run a, a system like you had in Kansas City. So, yeah. I, I think that would be a no-brainer for him to want to go there. But anyway, we're getting off topic. That about wraps up the uh, the first round of the playoffs, at least, fellas. Um, most of you were wrong, but at least about the Titans game. There was 50-50, I should say. Um, let's do our Super Bowl predictions. Yeah. yeah. Matchup predictions. Let's get put a bow on it. Yeah, all right. Um, I'll start since we all know where it's going anyways. Uh, Tennessee Titans, Super Bowl 21 champ- or 2021 champions. Uh, I don't really care who they play. We're going to win anyways. Um, let's, you know, I'd like another shot at the Packers um, because they kind of kicked the shit out of us a couple weeks back, and I think that we can play them much better than we did. So, yeah, let's go Titans, Packers. Titans, let's say 45, Packers 37. Oh, my God. <laughs> Will, are you Okay. Wow. Well, we do share one thing in our Super Bowl predictions. Uh, we both have the Packers there. I have uh, Chiefs Packers. Um, I think that it'll be also one of the most fun games to see, as well as my pick. Also, just a little stat stat alert. It's like it's like Clippy, the little Microsoft Word nerd. Um, five of the past seven seasons, the one seed has come out of the NFC to play in the Super Bowl. Um, so I feel like anybody else except for the Packers would be not only a bad eye test pick, but also a bad data pick. And we hate bad data. Right. Bad data is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Silver. We're looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Packers chiefs. Um, I want to see a shootout. That'd be yeah. so much fun. Yeah. That would probably be the most fun. I, mean, I can I, tell you I, what the least fun Super Bowl was. <laughs> that would be an interesting. Uh, least fun would be Bears, Colts. 
that would be gross. That would not be fun. That would be, <laughs> that would that would be, be disgusting. Just <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Or Rams, Colts, Rams, Colts. Yeah, Rams, Colts, Rams, worse. Yeah, Rams are have zero business being in this in this bracket. Like I, I just, I truly don't understand. Nor, same with the Bears. Like don't think that they are are missed there. They also are, are trash. But I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna take the Steelers over the Packers for my pick. I think it'll be a rematch of uh, Super Bowl. Uh, whichever Super Bowl, Super XLV, whatever that number numerically <laughs> is. Yeah, 45. There you go. Ooh, quick maths. That's good maths. I could be completely uh, wrong, I guessed. I Yeah, whatever it is. It was in, in 2011, I remember it being just, we were, we were missing our starting center, and they were just getting pressured up the gut the whole time, and we just couldn't, couldn't handle it. But I think it'd be, it'd be a fun matchup for the NFL. We get Rodgers and Big Ben and that matchup at that high level probably would never happen again um, in the playoffs and I think that would be a fun redemption game and honestly if they won I think if Big Ben wanted to call it quits there I think that would just be an incredible run uh, as a career and uh, I think I think we in Steeler Nation would love that and not to say we don't we don't like Aaron Rodgers I've always been a big fan he's a fellow Northern California boy like myself but um, that would be my pick and that would be what I would like to see so I also can see the Chiefs absolutely steamrolling everyone to get there, which they probably will. But um, <laughs> as I cry, because that's probably what's going to happen. Talon, who do you have? Yeah, I, I've been trying. I've been staring, trying to figure out a way to make so, make a more entertaining or, for argument's sake, pick a different kind of Super Bowl. But I, I just can't see it not being Chiefs Packers. Um, and I I have in, in, immensely enjoyed watching the uh, the Packers. Uh, Devontae Adams and has just had like a superstar season. I picked him so many times at DraftKings uh, games uh, throughout the season. Um, but I kind of agree with Brian that I, I think I think the Chiefs are just going to kind of steamroll through everybody. They have too many weapons there. They know how to win now. Uh, barring any injuries, I just think they're. Uh, It'll be if the, if that is the Super Bowl Packers Chiefs. I think it'll be very entertaining for a half, and then I think the the Chiefs will just start to run away with it in the second half. Yeah, there's because does, does anyone disagree or, or is that no? Too I mean, yeah, I think no, I think it's just disagree with yeah, just the Bills really is the only other version. Uh, I see. I, I think I actually think the Bills. I actually think the Bills would give the Chiefs a better game than the Packers would. I think I think Bills Chiefs would be would be a great game throughout. Well, you might get both. So I know I'd be very excited for that. Yeah. Parker, Josh you, Allen. Parker, Josh you Allen can come watch the game in my house. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Ain't doing that. Uh, no, I'll be at the game if the Titans are there. So, oh, uh, we'll be in good okay. shape. Are they going to let Samson in the Super Bowl? Have they already announced? I don't know. That's a good question. It's probably I, in Florida, so that means yes. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say they're going to they they they're going to allow some fans. I know that like they can't have a Super Bowl with no one there. But yeah, right. And if you guys think I'm insufferable now, just wait until we win. Goodness, good gravy. You're yeah, saying that as if we shares. didn't know that. Oh, I know. It just is fair warning to all of our listeners as well. <laughs> just wait till you see my Twitter handles. I think uh, the listeners <laughs> will slowly dissipate the more insufferable you get. So I think it that could would be. be. <laughs> or it's like more of like a lovable insufferable. But can I can I guess what your Twitter handle would be? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it would be because I'd probably do it in the moment. Just like I've got a Lombard, I've got a Lombardi mentality, mo- or I've got a Lombardi <laughs> motherfucker mentality. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! God. Incredible. Yeah, you, uh, we'll you might be down a follower when you do that, and it might be myself. 
uh, <laughs> more, you won't stay guys. away for long uh anyways brian we wanted to close out this here episode with some hot takes you just say agree or disagree and okay. i'll give you a couple hot takes and you say yes or no to these all right yes or no okay i can do that all right Phil rivers in the hall of fame yes or no uh i think yes i disagree though but yes all right uh taste i think he will be but i think his candidacy is is poor but Eventually, he'll get it. They let any old person in the NFL Hall of Fame these days. So that is that especially is when they like him, and everyone yeah. likes him. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, golly darn, they sure his, do like him. Shut. His his Galdern bolo ties just look so good. Yeah, yeah four hundred children. Yeah, he's he's an interesting. He should one. move to Utah. He'd fit in yeah. perfectly <laughs> here. All right, Honestly, here's, here's Catholic, my next though, question. Which is crazy. Anyway, here you go, Brian. Next question. Yeah. Taysom Hill scores more touchdowns than Drew Brees in the playoffs. I'm gonna say. Good pick. What if they're one and done? What if Taysom only scores two touchdowns and Drew and it's just Camara running show? Then just, you will have proven me a fool. Yeah, uh, well, that is that's not, these are things that I don't necessarily believe, but I've just oh. asked the question. Just being a contrarian, of course. Yeah, no, I'm, nope. I mean, yep, yep. It's certainly feasible. I just, I, I physically get angry when I think of Taysom Hill for a variety of reasons. So, yes, as do I. I. <laughs> so, I, I, I root against him. All right. Yes. Next Continue. question. As it stands right now, and the projection you see for this player's career, will they be the greatest football player of all time? Patrick Mahomes. No. And who is? Who okay. is the greatest football player of all time? Okay. That is a good answer. All right. And <laughs> what, sorry, finally. Sorry. What is the greatest football oh, yes. player of all time? Yes. I sorry, just, you're back. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all right. And final question. Future boobs? Question mark. <laughs> What kind, of, what kind of questions? That? Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the answer, answer is always. yes, but to, to yep. what? Good answer. Good answer. That's <laughs> it, not even a hot take. It's just a nice medium take to take us through the rest of the evening. The answer is simply yes. Simply yes. Wow. Incredible. Bravo. Clap it up. Clap it up. We'll get some. I don't even need any edited in uh, that question came about. Just, I'm glad it. I'm glad it was there. <laughs> Can we get yep. a uh, can we get a round of applause uh, edited in here? Absolutely, there they are. Thank there you. it is. There it is. Wow. There it is. Thank it's you. Thunderous applause. Oh, oh, oh. for future boobs. Standing out. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show. I haven't seen that since Billy Walsh directed Medellin at Con. Yeah. Wow. Impressive. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> all righty. Excellent. Let's let's end this clown show. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been episode three of the Pine Riders podcast. Thank you to my fellow co-hosts Will and Parker, and then thank you Brian for being our first official guest. You thank did you. excellent, Maybe sir. Second of it. Please, <laughs> please, God, let don't don't let the Steelers get to the Super Bowl. They are insufferable. Yes, yeah. We are. Let's let the Titans do it instead. I will. No, that out. actually might be worse. The I think I'd prefer the Steelers the Super Bowl over the champions. That's oh, fine. Oh God, no! Stop oh. the count. No, that's not, not, oh gosh. <laughs> All righty. Thanks, everybody. It's a little different today. It's been a stressful day and a stressful week. Just like to tell everyone, instead of feeling bad about things that are going on in life, go get some good food to eat. Go play some Super Smash Bros. Give somebody a hug. Do something to make yourselves feel better. Please tune in next week. We'll have some more good sports content for you. We're going to have another guest as well. Thanks for listening to the Pine Riders Pod. See ya. Tighten up, baby. We'll cut that. Oh, was it too late to say diarrhea? Oh, yeah, wait. Diarrhea. We got it in.